Welcome to the Metro Church Podcast. We hope you will be blessed by this message. For more information about Metro Church, visit our website at metrochurch.org.au. Hi everyone, Pastor Jeff Woodward here from Metro Church. Great joy to be with you all again. Thank you so much for being a part of Metro Church, whether that's online or you're able to join with us in the building. Don't forget that you are always welcome at a Metro Church service. Every event, there's so much going on uh, in our world at the moment. We've had some fabulous guests all the way back through to Easter. Then in May, my special guest for this Grow session, uh, Matt and Candace Namby were with us right through. May, celebrate Women Day, etc. And that was so special. Then Gary Hurrigan in June, Mark Edwards in July, Reverend Marcus Ardern in August. It really is going to be a very, very special year. And I believe that God is in that. You know, we're not just kind of filling up the calendar with other events. But every single one of those are things we prayed into and we feel like God is doing something in the life of all of us here at Metro. And we just really are appreciative of his leading and his guiding and just the way, I guess, that God helps us in every one of those spaces. A special thank you to every one of you that are serving and carrying load. So many volunteers. You know, whenever anybody does from time to time, thank me personally for what happens here, I always give them the same answer. And that is that it really isn't me. It's this amazing team of people. So many of you that are unseen, you're uh, not noticed perhaps by everybody, and yet you're doing a fabulous work for God. And I know that he is keeping account of that. And I know he'll reward you and bless you for it. Speaking of rewarding and blessing, though, in every one of our services, we always take the time to honor and and give attention to people's giving. And we do that particularly because we believe as a church that one of the greatest things we ever get to do is to bring our offerings to God. I just read this morning about David and Solomon and about how Solomon, when he decided that he was going to build this great temple for God, one of the first things he did before he laid a stone was he put out offerings on the altar. In other words, he said, you know, it's not about the spectacular beauty of the building. It first of all starts in my heart. Before ever there was a stone, before ever that beautiful timber, all the gold, etc., and all that, before he did that, he worshipped God with his giving. And so I believe that your giving is a, a worship event. It's a moment where you and I get to say to God, I not only love you, I not only love what you've done, but I love who you are in my life. And I just think that's got to be the greatest joy we get, really. I really do. Uh, And so that's why we pray over your giving. We pray that it'll bless you. We pray that God's blessing will be on you in all that you do. So let me just join with you in prayer, shall we? Heavenly Father, thank you for your goodness. We are overwhelmed, Lord, at how beautifully you lead us. Lord, some of us that are a part of this service would be going through an incredibly difficult time. Maybe there's a, a diagnosis that took us by surprise, maybe a financial um, downturn that we weren't aware of was going to happen. And yet, God, we still can see your hand. We still see your leading. We still see the way you're with us. Father, we bring you this gift, not because of all the good things that are happening, but we bring it because we love you. We bring it because we worship you. And so, Father, I know that your blessing is on every giver and every gift. I pray for their home, for their life. 
I pray for their business, Lord, whether they own it or simply serve in it. Let there be blessing upon their life in a powerful way in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Hey, uh, thank you for that. And if, by the way, you want to know more about how to give, go to the website, go to the app, and uh, there'll be information there to help you. But let's go to this session we call Grow because one of the things that I think is a hallmark of this church, really, and always has been, is an incredible appetite and hunger to grow. Mm -hmm. And I'm really pleased that we've got with us Matt and Candice Nainby <laughs> and their little baby, nine and a half month old, honey. Well, she's been looked after by grandma. And so we <laughs> maybe should stop and have a little prayer for grandma, <laughs> grandma. right now. Thanks, but but, but uh, what a joy it is to have you both with us. Oh, that amazing you. weekend in May. Yeah. Uh, Candice, the message that you spoke on yeah. that Celebrate Women Day, we call it Mother's Day. I heard so much feedback about that. Okay. It's still up there on our YouTube channel, Metro Church WA, so you can yeah. go back and be a part of that. Matt's song, uh, you know, people wrote texts saying how they just thought they, <laughs> when they closed their eyes, they thought they were hearing Jesus <laughs> and, uh, and all of that great stuff. And then your leading worship the next Sunday was just yeah, brilliant. Yeah, so yeah. thank you so much for that. But what I really wanted to do was to ask this couple who are, really quite well known in, uh, in in larger audiences than here for their creativity. If you missed the My Story with Matt talking about his secular songwriting career, and my goodness, that was a little bit of a <laughs> – I, I said I felt like I should have got his autograph before that. It was uh, might be worth something. Who knows? Uh, but I also know, Candice, you've got your own business in – creative artwork and things yeah. like that. And both of you are a part of the City Point worship team, yeah, yeah. which is an incredibly creative space. Mm -hmm. And Matt, it was really great to hear in your My Story some of the ways that works and doesn't work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Remember that part? That was a bit of fun, <laughs> really, you know, about how, you know, Matt writes a great song that he loves and thinks God is in it and then it just goes <laughs> goes nowhere and you kind of go. So I wanted to talk about creativity and right at the start, before anybody clicks off going, I'm not a creative person, I, you know, I don't paint, mm. I don't do sculpture, you know, I don't write songs or any of the rest of that stuff. I believe that A, everyone's creative. Yes, yes. And secondly, I believe everyone needs to be creative. 100%. Yeah, definitely. I just really think that no matter if you're a mum or a dad, I'm holding in my hands right now one of the books. I've got two of these that I've kept. Oh, my goodness. See what's written on the front there, Candice? <coughs> yes. What Someone spelled your name wrong. <laughs> no, yeah, that was that was Rebecca. Amazing. What's this here say? Family night. Family night. Family night. We were only a young wow. family. This is the year Candace was born. Wow. And uh, I remember as a young family, we we're very very busy, and I remember talking with Rhonda, my wife, and saying, "How do we not let the family get lost?" Wow. And so we came up with this concept called family night. Wow. One night of every week, you weren't allowed to go to other people's places, you know, whatever. It was a night for family. So yeah. And we would conduct, here it says, family business, Wednesday, 14th of fun. October. Oh, my Nathan, gosh. that's our son. Nathan praised Daddy for trying to get new quails. I don't even remember <laughs> having quails, but I was uh, 
Nathan praised Candace for being so good. Uh, good job. That's nice. Rebecca praised Daddy for getting the rabbit's grass. <laughs> Rebecca praised Mummy for selling her rabbits. Obviously, that didn't work either. <laughs> Rebecca praised Candace for rolling over. Whoa, milestone. And then we had um, family fun. And every family member took uh, turns in coming up with family fun. I don't think you did at this very early yet. stage. You're yeah. about five months old. <laughs> family project, uh, we wrote all those down, and then there was the attitude of the week. Obviously, we needed that one. Our attitude of the week on the 14th of October was patience. Praise God. So uh, fantastic. the reason I read that out was because we needed a creative way to engage the entire mm. family. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, for a lot of people, it's like, you know, what's on TV rather than going, how do we make sure that family time becomes – so I think creativity is not at all just about can you write a song like you guys do yeah, or can you paint like you do or can you do some beautiful design like Mm. you have. Mm. Uh, But how do you become creative in your family space? How how do you become creative in your workplace? Mm. You know, how do you – you know what I mean? So much of creativity, I Mm. think, gets unfairly dropped into the place of design or, you know, art rather than going, hold a sec, we're all made in the image of God. Absolutely. He's the ultimate creator. So tell us how to be creative. Well, (laughs) I think that, um, like you say, we are made in the image of God. And I think it's been God's plan for for humanity from the very Mm. start Mm. that we would always be creative. You know, God creates this beautiful world, the garden. He creates all these animals, the trees, everything. Mm. And then the first task he gives to Adam is go and name all the animals. His first task that he gave to humanity was, I've created, now you go and create. And so I think creativity and life really is always supposed to be this to and fro between God the creator and humanity Mm. um, who who, um, echo his his creation, if you will. and I think, yeah, like you say, it's it's not about doing art or, or yeah. doing music. Yeah. I think, honestly, for me, one of the most creative things that I see in life is hospitality. Hospitality right. yes. is so yeah. creative. Wow. The ability to make a space that is welcoming, the ability to make a space where people mm. feel comfortable, wow. to feed people, to mm. welcome them into yeah. your home. That, for yeah. me, is one of the most creative things that right. I, I see regularly. Can I just jump in there, though? Of course you can. Can it's because... We run this thing or host this thing called Metro Life once every month. And I do think that one of the reasons some people don't get involved with that is because they feel incredibly inadequate when it comes to my house isn't beautiful or I'm not a great cook. Yeah. So, and yet what you're talking about is not the creativity of can you make an amazing meal, you know, a la MasterChef, (laughs) but it's... Can you make quail? (laughs) <laughs> Can you make the quail? Well, apparently we made rabbits. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, you know, so what you're talking about is stopping to think, hmm. getting out of the headspace of going, I don't know, Yeah. I'm not, yeah. and going, yeah. hold a second, yeah. I've got the capacity for yeah. it. Yeah, That's absolutely. where it starts. That's what yeah. it is, yeah. yeah. I think um, one of the greatest gifts that God has given humanity is the imagination. Yeah. Wow. And, yeah. um I like to think of your imagination. It's not it's not good or bad. It's just kind of like a TV. You turn oh. it on mm. and it's about what you play on it. Yeah. So I believe as we um, mm. lean into God the creator and, and meditate on 
um, you know, like it says, um, Jesus talks about being connected to the true vine. As we stay mm-hmm. connected to that mm-hmm. vine of creativity, in the place of your imagination, mm-hmm. I believe God will extend to you yes. ideas. He will. And it's not just something like, I dreamt up this recipe and I'm going to cook it for Metro Life <laughs> yeah, and yeah, everyone's yeah. going to get saved as they taste the flavor. <laughs> Maybe, like, if that's what it is. I do actually know someone who was having dreams of recipes and cooking them. Like, that is, wow. that's, a, wow. that's a real thing. You know, I, I don't want to downplay that very supernatural side of it because that is real. Mm. But even I think, like, one of the most creative gifts that I see in Matt, which I see his life more than others do, mm. is his ability to speak to people and hold conversations with people that he doesn't know. And to me, that is exceptionally creative. Wow. To be able to do that to and fro of conversation, mm. him being interesting and sharing what he is interested in and then being mm. genuinely interested in another person. That's mm. so creative. Being a conversationalist is so creative. Wow. So it's about, you know, mm. what you can create in your imagination. Yeah, totally. It's designed that God would empower you to take what you've seen in here mm. and and bring it to life, bring something that was unreal in yeah. your mind and and to make it a reality to the people mm. around you that's creativity talk to us some, uh, about uniqueness because you know that I've read this about there's this guy in the old testament called Bezalel <laughs> Bezalel God uh, has told Moses build the tabernacle yep. and i mean it's really quite something it's mm. it's a mm. spectacular thing yeah. that it gets him to build but he specifically says and i have anointed Bezalel yeah yeah son of whoever to work in all of these fine arts. Mm. And I think, you know, here's this guy who's been growing up in a little mm. Hebrew family mm. and his mum's watching this kid draw doodles and stuff and yeah. going, why aren't you a carpenter like your father? You know? <laughs> yeah. you know, yeah. Why aren't you going to go, how are you ever going to make a job out of that? Yeah, yeah. You know? What I mean? I mean, Matt, when you were growing up, did mm. people ever say to you, like, you're just such a dreamer? Like, 100%. And they still do to this day. Yeah. They're like, yeah, what do you? They do. I'll, I'll just like, in. I know you said I'm a good conversationalist, but sometimes if I'm in a conversation, I'll just kind of like zone out a little. <laughs> He's and I was like, Matt, Matt, where are you going? Like, where have you been? Come back, Matt. But yes, hundred percent. Do people say to you though, why are you wasting your time on this? You know, you should yeah. be learning a real job or something. Yeah, definitely. But that is the skill, or I, I think one of the skills, my ability to, I guess, dream and and have vision for something and see it through, I think that is something that I'm probably most proud of myself wow. and a gift that God yeah. has given me. I, I want to come back to that in a minute, yeah. that whole thing you just said there. Yeah, yeah. But I was just thinking how, you know, there's Mitch over there uh, behind all the gear here, and Mitch is so tech-oriented. And I don't mean that as in any, like, a as though, oh, you know, tech mm. nerd kind of deal. I just mean... I love the fact yes. Yes. Mitch is so creative yes. in that whole space. There's Leo over there as well helping us today. Leo comes up with these designs. I wouldn't ever even think of those things. Yeah. Yeah. And then there's you guys. And so I, I love the fact that creativity yeah. is so unique to every person. Mm. Absolutely. That's what I mean. Yeah. Every, everyone is creative. You've just got to find. I'll yes. come back to that a little bit yeah. later. Uh, Candice about it. How do you go on the journey of finding your creative sharp edge, if you like? Mm. But Matt, I wanted to ask you about that whole deal because I've never met a person yet, the most super gifted people I've known, who hasn't had to work yes. on fine-tuning that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's almost like God gives you the raw gift yep. and then yep. goes, all right, let's see what you make of it. And some people don't make anything of it. Mm. It's very true. Um 
I think I think uh, something that I had a bit of a revelation of a few years ago is you know the Bible calls us to um, grow in um, knowledge and stature. Wow. Um, and one of the the Hebrew words for um, stature is is wisdom, and the the way that they frame it is um, wisdom in how to approach life, in how to wow. undertake your job, how to undertake the tasks that you've been assigned in your in your village in your society. And I think that um, as a creative, but also just as a Christian, as a human, is that is something that we really need to walk with um, with God, specifically in discovering our unique gift. Yeah, it's right. it's um, how am I discovering with Christ what He has called me to do? How am I growing that? Like Mitch, for example, with the with um, all of the filmmaking and things like that, you have to have the wisdom to sit down, research the camera, research the editing mm. techniques um, for songwriting, research songwriting. But techniques that's all the unseen like bits, isn't it? You know, yeah. like yeah. you think about it for a minute. Jesus gets born. There's a great big fanfare, angels and yep. yada yada, and then you don't hear anything. Yep. Uh, it says in, in Luke 1, you know, and Jesus grew in wisdom and stature and yep. in favor with God and man, you go, yep. now he did all that yep. when no one was looking. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody's coming. It's the Messiah. There's no wise men rocking up every six months with a fresh load of gold, frankincense, and murder. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah exactly. And I, I think we miss some creativity. Like, Candice, I remember you were doing a project one time on the fruits of the Spirit yeah. and drawn as fruit. Yes, yeah. And I remember going like, <laughs> that's a great idea. Yeah. So tell me with that kind of design stuff, Yeah. how much of that has been stuff where you've, you've scribbled, scribbled, rubbish, rubbish, scribbled, scribbled, get better, better. You know what I mean? The development. Oh, of- yeah, everything. I mean, you like I remember hearing Reuben Morgan say that like for every one song that gets put on an album, there's hundreds that are in the waste paper yeah. basket. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And... Um, that can be a bit hard for creatives because sometimes, um, well, I, when I use the word creatives, I am more specifically talking about mm. traditional creative arts types things because we can tend to treat our projects or whatever it is like a, a baby. And so when mm. someone says, I don't really like that, you're like, what? <laughs> but the thing is, um, I feel like one of the reasons that creativity was always supposed to be done in relationship with God because it really does take that sting out of it. If you're doing it as worship, it doesn't matter if people don't want it because God still received it. The way I remember once writing a song and then when it came to um, workshop the song with a a larger group of people and there was opinions, I don't like that bit, let's change this bit, let's do this. And and I was kind of heart raised going a little bit. You know, because I just thought it was the most beautiful it's, it's thing. It's like someone saying, I don't like you. we don't like your baby's look and we don't like your baby's name. You go, hold a second. Yeah, yeah. 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 This is exactly. mine. And baby. I'm starting yeah. to go like, and I remember going to the Lord and saying, this isn't this isn't what I wrote for you. This yeah. isn't. And yeah. and I remember God saying to me, well, what you wrote, I re- I've received. Yeah, so well, awesome. you can... You can trust me. Did he say what he thought about the other bits that they were all? He said, "Oh yeah, what they're changing." No, he didn't. He didn't. And you know what? The 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 tough pill to swallow is as well that creativity was always designed to be done in community. That's Mm, that's how you get the best, the best product. And it it is quite humbling. But the truth is, it doesn't have to be your idea. It just has to be the best idea. But but again, you know, because I don't think of creativity as locked in the walls of art. I go, if you remember the host team here and you come up with a great idea, yeah. And what do you do if not everybody else thinks it's a great idea? Yeah. Some people do yeah. the pick up your bat and ball, go home deal. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. hello, what well, if that's the way you feel? 
Uh, Robin, I love uh, what you said there, that all creativity actually has an outworking in mm. community yeah. in some way yeah. or other. Yeah. And it that's is. where our growth comes. Yeah. yeah. There's um, my favourite book is called Hind's Feet on High Places. Oh, yeah. yeah. And um, there's this section where the main character is walking out in nature and there's this waterfall and he hears the water singing a song and basically the song that the water sings is all about how from the very highest point it's my joy just to to go down low and mm. I think mm. any gift that we would bring, whether it is in the arts or whether it's in hospitality or yeah, right. whatever it might be, it's to serve. Everything we yeah. have is to serve. There is nothing that we have that is to make us impressive or make us superior or my idea is this, whatever. Mm. Everything we have is to go as low as possible and come yeah. underneath others and lift them up. So, so if you bring an idea and your leader or your team says, that's that's not the best way to serve at the moment, we go, okay, let's go low yeah. and oh. just lift others so up good. and just serve, you yeah. know. We like to talk about our gifts as if it's like, well, God has gifted me this <laughs> yeah, thing, like yeah, yeah. I've been gifted. But really, I think it's better to say I have something I can give to others. Yeah, that's that's great. how we use the word gift. It's yeah. it's for others. It's yeah. not a badge to wear. It's something that I get to use to serve. It's a tool to serve. If, if you accept the fact, though, that every gift needs development mm. and every gift has got to be polished, yeah. yeah, you know, if you accept that, then instead of fearing feedback, you know what I mean? Yeah, you yeah, yeah. Armor yeah. Up. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Here comes yeah. the rejection for sure. And if they <laughs> yeah. do it, I'm going to. Yeah. Yeah. You go, you know what? Every yeah. bit of feedback I get yes. is something. Like I'm not sure there's ever too many Sundays where I don't walk away going, gee, I shouldn't have said that. <laughs> what was that? Surely not. I, uh, trust me. <laughs> and you go, and I often say to people, Feedback is not just that which makes you feel better. Mm. It's that mm. which helps you to be better. Yeah, right? totally. absolutely. That's what you need. Yeah, totally. absolutely. And I think in a safer environment, mm. uh, hopefully the church is that, we get to go, let's all grow together with yes. this. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. And absolutely. become the best that we can be. Yeah. I mean, when we wrote My Love is Jesus, which mm. is probably a song that we are, mm. one of the songs we're most proud of, um, when we originally sent it to um, – Pastor Chard and Lewis, who runs City Point Worship, mm. he said, love the song, hate the bridge. <laughs> and we, yeah. in our minds, we were like, the song's done. What are you talking about? <laughs> the bridge is the most anointed part. Yeah, yeah. yeah we were stepping on the anointing of the Lord. <laughs> we, were really, we genuinely thought the song was done. And he said, hate the bridge. And then, you know, we went, all right, we, we, we trust Let's, him. Yep, so we yep. went back to the drawing board and, yep. and gave ourselves to riding another bridge and we now look back at it and go, oh, my gosh, I'm so glad we did that. That new bridge we wrote really made the song yeah. and it was really wow. what needed to happen. And mm. we could have definitely gone, well, no, if you don't like the whole song, you can't, you can't have any of it. Kind of if any. you don't like the bridge, you can't have any of the song. And wow. that would have been a yeah. tragedy for, um, mm. for our creativity and also for the people who have now been blessed by that song. So, yeah, you've got to learn to just take it. Mm. And in hindsight, I think I'm really glad that the Lord led us to a place where we – had a look at that bridge yeah. because we were able to, um, coming back to that point about in doing it in community, effectively give Chardon, someone who we trust, um, the tools to really shape and mould the yeah, gift on our life to, to, yeah. to say, hey, what you've done there is good, um, but I believe that your gift can produce something better. Yeah. Let right. me talk to you about getting started, though, because, again, I think of people, say, with Metro Life or – who maybe have got a desire to enlarge their circle, mm. Uh, mm. saying, I want to be a blessing. Mm. Yeah. And I guess if you're at the place where you, you know, burn the toast, 
Um, <laughs> how does someone like that, let's bring it to hospitality for a second. Yeah. What would you say to somebody about how do I get started? Yeah. Mm. You know, watching 18 episodes of MasterChef and then trying to emulate that probably yeah. is just going to give you an epic fail. Oh, yeah. How, how do you start? It, well, that art, anything, songwriting, mm. how do you start? Mm. What do you do? Great question. I mean, I think that if you got, take it back to that whole thing of, like, it's about serving others, mm. it, might feel, it might feel really good mm. to be able to say, I cook this meal from scratch, but if it serves others better for you to have a clean mm. house and you've bought the food in, then do that. If that's what's going to serve yeah. people yeah, better. That's great. If that's If that's yeah. um, the creative way mm. to create a comfortable and safe and welcoming space for people, then do mm. that. I don't think, you know, sometimes we think, yes, mm. but so-and-so does it this way and that's the, the stand, that's the, what am I trying to say, that's the mark that yeah. I have to meet. Yeah. And it's like that's, that's not how it is. It's about serving others. So finding the best way to serve the people around that's you. That's so good. Yeah. Is, is yeah. always going to be the place to start. That's so important because mm. you, you're really talking about the motive behind the creativity anyway. Yeah. 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 You know, if the creativity, yeah. if you try and make it a space where look at me, look at me, look at me. Yeah, exactly. Setting yourself up for failure. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. and you kind of get that, hey? Yeah. yeah. Mm. And I think um, it's something that you can, in, in the pursuit of growing in a gift, for example, like prophecy, um, I think you're not setting yourself up for a win if you are like, I have a, a dream. I feel like God's calling me to prophesy to a large group of people and grow in that gift. If you've never walked in that gift before and you get up the front of a church, you know, you're either going to say nothing or maybe something that's not from God. But if you start by someone you see on a Sunday, you're like, hey, I love that you are here. Yeah, uh, you know, yeah. you're encouraging, you're giving those words of encouragement. Yeah. You're starting to grow that seed of yeah. speaking things out of people that you're seeing. Yeah. That's the stepping stone. So yeah. I think, yeah. and, and like you said, it's all about that person. It's how am I encouraging that person? It's like some of the most important things in ministry. I think of the, you know, Philip, Matthew Philip. <laughs> uh, Philip goes down to Samaria because of persecution. Mm. He's not a preacher. Yeah. At least he hasn't been. He's been a, a member of the host team. Yeah. He's been setting yeah, stuff up yeah. for church. Yeah. Yeah. And then he gets scattered for persecution, goes down to Samaria, has an almighty revival. The entire yeah. city turns to Christ. Yeah. And then the Lord says to him, go down to the road that leads to Gaza. And I've looked it up on a map, and it's in the middle of nowhere, trust yeah. me. It's like yeah. alone. And it, I reckon Philip would have been down there going, like, what on earth is <laughs> yeah, happening yeah. here? One minute. They're all saying what a legend I am oh, yeah. and I'm the best preacher. You're way better than that Peter guy yeah. you know, and all the rest yeah. of that stuff. And then you're down here and you see one lone guy come and pass in a chariot, just yeah. one. Yeah. And the Lord says, that's why you're here and you go, Amen. really? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I couldn't have sent him a letter. Yeah. <laughs> and you, so talk to me a bit about that whole deal because I reckon I've been yeah. the spiritual you know, leper that no one wanted to touch, and I've been the golden-haired boy that everyone yeah. thought was amazing. Yeah. Yeah. And I go, they're both imposters that neither of them take you where God wants you to go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, you mentioned before about going low. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And again, I just think walking humbly, it says walk, this, this is what the Lord requires of you, that you'll yeah. do justly and walk humbly with your God. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So talk to us a bit about that kind of attitude. Mm. Yeah. Because I think if you have it, creativity increases 
Yeah. Yeah. God resists the proud. Yeah. Get yourself all worked up on yourself and it's like the well dries yeah. up. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Is that right? I think yeah. I think so. And um I I think, you know, um there's that um, you know, pride comes before the fall. Mm. I used to always think of that as more of like fall as if like trip over, like, you know, if something bad happens to you, it's probably because you're proud, blah, blah, blah. But when we see that phrase fall in the Bible, it's most like the, the one I think of first is the fall in the garden. Yeah, well, yeah. And so I think pride mm. leads to us falling and distancing ourselves yeah. from God. Yeah. And as a creative, that is just yeah. never something you want to do. Mm. Yeah. I think because we are made in the image of God as creatives, that can be one of the first places that mm. we um, see mm. yes, people attacked totally. in their mind. You totally. know, you see so many um, people that are trying to be creative in their mm. job, in their work, whatever it is, and they get so attacked in their mind and it's like, if you if you you need God, you need to be connected to the yeah. vine when you're yeah. Yeah, well. you know trying to use your imagination and, and think creatively. Yeah. So mm. I think um, staying humble, um, yeah, mm. like you say, it's so important to to keep you connected, uh, and it also keeps you in community. Staying humble, yeah. there's. Yeah. Um, but humility doesn't fall in you in the middle of the night. It'd be nice if it did. <laughs> I, I always think humility is the kind of thing that you get from opposition, yeah, or misunderstanding. Mm. Yeah, and, and mm. if you view those things as "how dare you." then humility just gets that a little bit further away from you, yeah. a little yeah. bit 100%. less within your reach, yeah. and you're the poorer for it. Yeah. You know, there's a verse in Ecclesiastes that says, when the spirit of the ruler rises up against you, don't leave your place. Yeah. For yielding pacifies great offences. Yeah. And what it's saying is, hello, make sure you allow yourself to be corrected. Yeah, mm -hmm. absolutely. Mm -hmm. It's very hard to be offended and humble at the same time. They, um, <laughs> I think that's a keeper right there. Yeah. Yeah. They, you know, wow. the minute you say that again, it's very hard to be offended and humble at the same time. Wow. I mm. think, um, wow. um, Pastor Mark, our, our senior pastor at City mm. Point, he, I heard him share recently about not becoming a lone wolf. And yeah. I, I had a tend to think of, you know, becoming a lone wolf as like, I'm secluded, I'm away, you know, hermit mm. kind of a, but it's actually pride that makes you a lone wolf. When you say I'm better than the rest, I'm better than the pack, that's when you actually leave yourself open to yeah. be attacked because yeah. safety is in the pack. It's yeah. that whole thing of community again. Right. It's mm. always meant to be outward together. Right. And there's, trust me, trust me right now, there's no better place to stay humble than in community. Yeah. <laughs> and in a good church with a creative team yeah. where they're going to help you. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely. <laughs> you get, gonna, you get two them, options. Yeah. You get two options. You can either be humble or you can be humbled. <laughs> and <laughs> I guess another nugget yeah. right there. Yeah. If you can find a way to do it with yourself and the Lord, that's definitely the better option. Um, well, yeah. the scripture says humble yourself. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. L let me ask you about the whole thing of process and time because we're talking about becoming creative like in mm -hmm. God's image. Yeah. And, uh, you know, there are some things, no doubt, Matt, you've probably written songs or Candice you have as well where you just sat down and went, that's it. Yeah. Ching. Yeah. And there it is. You download it. Yeah. You know. And then there are other things where you just go, man, that's just hard work to till the soil for that. Yeah. yeah. So I always think of it as being like you're either using the slow cooker yeah. Or it's instant noodles. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And there's yeah. a whole lot of creativity that's not microwaved. Yeah. Yeah, you absolutely. Just gotta, like, I think I heard you say the other night that there's a song you've been working on for 
I thought you said years. Three yeah. years, yeah. yeah. Three really? years. And every time I think, oh, it's getting there, it's getting there, I feel, I feel no, go back, go again. and Really? Yeah. Don't you kind of want to just go, like, oh, too bad? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. But I've, I love that because I keep coming back to the hospitality thing, not because that's what this is about, but because I think all of us can relate to yeah. going, yeah. Gee, I cooked that. That was really bad. <laughs> yeah. you know, that, never doing that one again. Yeah. You yeah. Know, yeah. What I mean? And and you either go, give up. Yep, forget it. No, nah, that's yeah. it. Yeah. Or else you go, no, this is actually part of the way it's meant to yeah. work is yeah. that you grow. Yeah. Well, I think you have to acknowledge the importance and value of the journey as well yeah. in creativity. Yeah. I think uh-huh. obviously God cares about the journey. Otherwise, the moment you got saved, he'd take you up. You know, Um, it's about, you know, growing in wisdom and in stature, like we talked Mm. about with Jesus and Matt talked Mm. about it again before. Mm. It's like, you know, there's some things that I've I've gotten to the end of it and realized, Mm. oh, maybe all along this wasn't about the finished product. Yeah. You know, the finished product is where you receive the applause, Mm. but the journey is where you you have the growth and the value well, for yourself. Yeah. So the value for others I might be in the finish. I a minute and hear that nugget again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious. I just think that you, what you're saying, there's some really powerful things in there, mm. you know, that the end part of it is the applause that everyone yeah, sees yeah. Yeah. and everyone loves. Yeah. But what they don't see yeah. is the journey that you went yeah. on. Yeah, and and it's true as well. Like if you think about it like that, you know, that the end product might be for others and what others see, but the journey is for you and where you grow and where you receive the value. Well, mm-hmm. well, then it would be true that your next project, whatever it is, the success of that is somewhat hinged on your diligence in the journey of this one. If, yeah. if, if this journey that I'm in right now is where I'm growing and expanding mm-hmm. and being stretched, what I'm able to do in the future is 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 hinged on me being fully in this season and taking everything out of this journey that I can. So praise God for this song that's taken me three years because maybe I'm becoming just really awesome at songwriting (laughs) as I slave over this song for three years, whatever it might be, Mm. or the artwork or the meal or – and not just one meal, you know – each time you do Metro Life, you're learning, you're growing, yeah. you're yeah. you're yeah. having people over, you're going, oh, people seem to really like that, this maybe wasn't as mm. fruitful, whatever. You know, you're getting better and better Guest and better along the journey. who you invite, making sure that they fit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's all stuff, yeah. Absolutely. Uh, but let's talk for a minute then about failure because mm. everything you guys are saying says to me occasionally something doesn't work. Yeah. Oh, and more than occasionally. You, <laughs> so what do you do, Matt, when you go – I invested so much yeah. into that. Yeah. Emotionally, yeah. time, yeah. maybe dollars. Mm. And look at it. Yeah. I, I think um I think you have to make quite a deliberate decision to see failure as formative, uh, regardless of We'll just pause on that one for a minute. <laughs> Say it again. <laughs> Yeah, I, I just don't want anyone to. Ma- I don't want to miss <laughs> some of this great. stuff because I'm going That's like you should all just pause for a minute. It's a see, you know, in the Psalms yeah. it says "Sila," it means stop. Yeah. So I'm, right. I'm yeah. just all I'm yeah. doing is going "Sila." Say it again. Uh, I have to make a deliberate decision that failure is formative. Wow. Um, and in, in a business context, for example, I was talking to a friend recently who um, is is a very successful businessman, and a year ago. He his business was worth millions and millions of dollars, and within six to eight months, lost it all. His val- wow. his business was valued as as nothing. But he said to me, he's like, "No, Matt, you don't realize." He's like, "This failure has set me up for my next win." 
is like through this failure, God has not only molded me, he's shown me the next direction yeah. for my business. Yeah. Um, which plays into what you were, you were saying about wow. God blessing your imagination. And yeah. you were saying yeah. he's like, God has given me dreams, ideas, vision for this business um, that I believe is going to take me into that next season. And now his business is worth, I think, triple to what it was. Wow. Um, so I think having that perspective of failure rather than it saying the race is finished, the, the, the finish line tape has been broken on me, it's saying, wow. no, this is the, the start of a next race. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Wow. Can we just ask, we're going to have to wrap this up in a minute, but I want to ask you both about, because, Candice, you mentioned before about the mental stuff. Yeah. And, again, I think, you know, I've always been interested that a lot of people admire somebody else's gifts Mm. at the total cost of their own. Yeah. We look at someone else and go, oh, they're amazing. They're incredible. And we live in a social media mm-hmm. world right now yeah. where yeah. comparison yeah. is so yeah. much easier yep. than go back 100 years ago. Sheesh, I don't know how you ever would have known. Yeah. You know? And yeah. now yeah. every single day there's somebody there who looks better, yeah. sings better, yeah. does better, yeah. making more money, yeah. driving something yeah. better, yeah. and here we are. And that whole thing. Thief called comparison. Yeah. Yes. Which again, I don't want to make a, a cliched kind of a, a spot for this. I want to talk about it because I again I think for no matter who you are, whether you're looking at the the movie star or not, we all go look at that person. They they, they cook better than me. And, yeah. yeah. You know, we, we talk ourselves out of yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah. Totally. I mean, they probably do cook better than you. That's just. <laughs> yeah. That's just the Thank truth. you for your honesty. That's just the truth. Not you personally. I just mean. Oh no, they do. There's, trust me. there's always someone better. You know, if yeah, you right. if you if you live your life trying to be the best, yeah. you're going to find that your world gets smaller and smaller until you yeah. are the best, which yeah, is right. a terrible place to live. Yeah. You know, you'll end up a big fish in a small pond, which mm-hmm. is not where we want to be. I think mm-hmm. that um, you know, God doesn't call us to be the best; He just calls us to do our best, wow. and that's you Sheila. know. <laughs> in our society, that can be a tough pill to swallow. Yeah. Um, you know, I think about the parable mm. of the talents in mm. is that Matthew 25. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. the, the first servant's given ten talents, the second servant's yeah. given five, which are very different mm. amounts, skill sets, whatever metaphor you want to use that mm. for. But they're both praised because they did the good work. Yeah. Yeah, well. So it's it's not about my gift, you know, it's about it's about God receiving a good return on what he's given yeah. you. Yeah, well. yeah. Um, the only person in that parable that was scolded was the person who did nothing. It wasn't the person who wow. had less. It wasn't the person who, Very good. Yeah. you know, it was the Very person good. who said, yeah. basically it was the person who said what I have isn't good enough. That was the person who was scolded. Yeah. Yeah, um, well. So you have to trust God with what he's given you. You know, mm-hmm. that parable again, you know, the guy says, I know my, my master to be a hard man, so I'm going to go. And it was like a misconception between him and the master. It's like, if you just go, I trust you, God, with what you've given me, and I know that God trusts me with what He's given me. Yeah. That's when you're going to get fruitful work. Mm. Um, but yeah, I mean, if you if you live for the praise of others, you'll die by it too. Yeah, you'll yeah, never well, stay yeah. the favorite for long. That's true. Yeah. So, Amen, sister. Yeah, and and it's in you know it's that identity as well. If if you believe you're creative because you're made in the image of the Creator, yeah. that's your identity. It's in yeah, Him. It's, it's not. It's not in yeah. your. Your yep. gift. It's not yeah, in well. your work. Yep. Even even that. Not even if it's comparison to others. Even if you're yeah. you're finding yourself in the work mm. that you do. When you yeah. have a bad day, yeah. then you have a bad day. Yeah, exactly. You it's know. So, 
Um, yeah, exactly. Yeah. The reason why you do things matters in a huge amount, doesn't it? Yes. Because as you just yeah. said, one day you probably at least will have a season where you're not the favourite. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. And you got to go. If it's all of, if my identity is out of how many people applaud. Yeah. Or how famous I am or whatever, yeah. Yeah. then one day your life comes unstuck. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And it's not even a matter of like being the favourite per se. You know, seasons, there's some some of us, well, I think all of us at times will go through a hidden season. Yeah. Wow. So even just my recent walk, I've was Matt and I were out most nights of the week doing music or songwriting, mm -hmm. you know, recording albums. We were yeah. singing in the productions at church. We were singing almost every Sunday, every yeah. service. Yeah. And then I, we, you know, we got pregnant, had a baby, and all of a sudden I was no longer singing on platform. I couldn't go to any of the yeah. songwriting sessions. I couldn't record. I couldn't mm. do anything. And I was at home with a newborn. Mm. And it didn't mean that I was no longer creative. It just meant I was in a hidden season. Wow. So, mm. and in, in all honesty, I did have to reconcile that in my mind yeah. of going, hey, actually, you don't you don't realize that something's snuck into your identity until it's mm. not there anymore. Yes. <laughs> and so I had to go through that journey of realizing that, you know, even though I do sing, I do songwrite, I do perform for lack of a better word, that's not who I am. Yeah. And it's okay to be in a hidden season. Right. Um and, you know, it's good to have those little checks. They keep you humble. They yeah. keep you with right perspective on yourself, you know. Right. So yeah. Yeah, it's not just about being the favourite. It's just about being in your season too. I think that uh, we, we need to wrap this up, but I, I'd love it if you would pray, Candice, for people, particularly in the area of, you know, again, I think those perspectives we may have of ourselves, mm. yeah, the comparison thing, all of that, a whole lot of things mm. you've talked about, the ability to be able to walk through failure mm. or a hidden yeah. season or whatever. Um, I just pray that every single one of us will go, you know what? How do I go from here to mm. becoming the best me yeah. that God made yeah. for his glory? How do I do that? Yeah. So can you pray for that? Yeah, for us all? yeah absolutely. Well, Father, I just thank you that you have made us in your image. Yeah. You have made us as creative people to create for your glory. Yeah. And I just pray right now that you would minister to each and every person who is yeah. watching this, minister to their hearts, reveal to them who you've created them mm. to be. Would you open their eyes to the things that you have for them, for the ways that they yeah. can serve others around them? I pray for those who are lacking community, that they would find their place, that they would find their people mm. in which to serve, to be sharpened, mm, yes. to be able to yes. give themselves Thank to that. Mm. I just pray for those right now who may have gone and buried their talent in the sand that mm. may have... Um, being resisting to serve um, in the ways that you've asked them, God, I pray that you would give them boldness and give yeah, them yes, freedom Lord, to be able to step into all that you've asked them to yeah. be. And for those, Lord, that might be struggling with failure, maybe they've mm. seen a setback in their mm. in their life or their creativity, I pray right now, Holy Spirit, would you touch them, yeah. minister freedom Amen. into their hearts. I thank mm. you, Lord, that we would continue each day to find our identity in you, to mm. stay connected to the true vine, the mm. source of thank creativity, you. the source of life. Yes, we thank you, God, for all that you have in store for us. Yeah. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. You know, uh, the thing I think that underlies everything we're talking about here is, the, as both Candice and Matt have said, is a connection to God. Mm. You know, when you go back to that very first uh, chapter of Genesis and see where God made mankind, yeah. humans, why? Not just so that they could build something, but so that they could have fellowship with him, yeah. so they could have relationship with God. There's such a big gap between religion 
And religion doesn't have to be steeples and statues. Religion sometimes can just be a mindset that we have that just goes, you know what? I'm doing this myself. Yeah. You know, yeah. I'm yeah. going to walk this yeah. journey out on my own way. I always think the most powerful prayer anyone ever prays is the one that says this, God, I'm giving myself to you. I surrender. Yeah. I surrender Absolutely. to you. Yeah. And maybe you're in that place right now. Maybe you used to walk with God or lost your way or maybe you've maybe you've never ever heard you could have a relationship with God. Mm. And today you go, I really wish I could. If Jesus was here, I'd say to him, Lord, I'm following you. Yes, yeah. Lord, I'm, I'm going to come after you. And if that's you, then why don't you let me pray with you? And we would love to help. We would love to encourage you. I believe it is the greatest single thing any human being ever gets to do mm. is to have a relationship with God. I, I'm, I'm always lost for words almost at this point to explain how amazing it is that God walks with you. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. not I do this for God. It's not a set of rules and behaviors. Yeah. It's a relationship of the deepest and most profound manner yeah. that you can ever have in your life. If you want to say yes to Jesus, let me pray for you. Mm -hmm. Heavenly Father, thank you for these people. You've brought them into this place right now for this growth session. Wherever they are around the world, wherever they are in Australia, wherever they are in Perth, Lord, you are speaking to them right now in their home, their study, wherever they are on that device. They're a part of this service and Lord, for each one of them, there is a yearning on the inside to know you. Those of us that already know you, Lord, there's a yearning in us to say, oh God, I want to follow you more. I want to know you better. And Lord, for those though that are just beginning on this journey, I pray that their yes will unlock the most powerful door that will allow you, Lord Jesus, to come into God. They're saying, Jesus, I'm saying yes to you. We thank you for them. Pray that their journey with you will be one filled with wonder and filled with amazement at your goodness for them in Jesus' name. If that's you and you've said yes to Jesus, why not send why yes, that yes? Why not send that through to us? The number is up there for you on the screen, 0488 826 392. If you're outside of Australia or you just like to get our encouragement via email, then you go to yes.metrochurch.org.au. Either way, we will send you, when you send us your yes, we will send you the very next day a Bible verse and a prayer. They're different every day. They're there for 30 days, and there's lots more if you want to get more. And every single part of it's free. There genuinely are no strings attached at all. It's really us here at Metro saying, we love the decision you've made. We want to encourage you in it. We want to champion you in it, and we want to help you grow. So go to that number, 0488 Just text YES or go to yes.metrochurch.org.au. Either way, we'll get that. We'll be praying for you. And uh, one day, I get, hope we get to meet, because, you know, you're always welcome here at Metro Church every single time. Come up and say hello. We would love to meet you. God bless you. Thank you for being a part of this grow session. And thank you to Matt and <laughs> Candace. Thank you. Thanks, this was a lot of fun. Thank you so much. Thank God you. bless you.